And now, time to get in the huddle with your host, Charles Prodger Ritchie, here on the Mass Steel Podcast. Hey, you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink. Let's go. You get where you feel like you can rush the quarterback. You understand? Rush the quarterback. Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. Hey, good evening, everyone, and welcome to this edition here of Show Blitz right now with, of course, yours truly, Charles Pryor Ritchie right now. It is Super Bowl 56. I know it's been a while. Uh, getting ready for it to take place at SoFi Stadium here in Inglewood, California, home of the Los Angeles Rams. Of course, it is a neutral site for both teams right now. Uh, for the L.A. Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals going into this one, let's go through the tell of the tape. Right now, the L.A. Rams are 1-3 all-time in the Super Bowls, while the Cincinnati Bengals are 0-2 for right now. Uh, you have the Cincinnati Bengals, who are significantly uh, back after having a 33-year uh, uh, hiatus uh, from the game. They find their way back into this matchup right now. Uh, last time they were in it, uh, they lost this for the second time to Joe Montana and the 49ers under Bill Walsh right there. Uh, which is back in uh, Miami, uh, Florida, right there. And uh, that was known for the game-winning drive uh, by the 49ers right there that ended. But uh, here we go. LA Rams, as unheard of as this is right now, LA Rams are looking to become the second team in back-to-back years since the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win the Super Bowl in their home stadium. Now, of course, last year was in Raymond James uh, Stadium, of course, as we remember. Uh, but let's not forget, too, with the year of COVID and the amount of restricted uh, fans, as we uh, looked at from that point, uh, let's be honest right now. Uh, the thing is, if you may recall, in that year, the Bucks uh, hardly had anybody in stadium uh, for that matchup. And... Pretty much had to use uh, cardboard fans. There was probably a little capacity of fans in that game. But as we uh, look at for right there, in the Super Bowl right there, the Bucks made history in that game right there. As uh, we saw it, uh, the attendance toll for that game was 24,835 in Raymond James uh, Stadium right there. So here we have it right now. Uh, LA Rams, uh, surprisingly up to this point, had a roller coaster of a year, to be honest, yeah. Uh, at some point, uh, shortly after acquiring Odell Beckham Jr., they they went to like a little bit of a scary here, but uh, and where they lost like uh, their season high three straight games, losing to the Titans and Niners and the Green Bay Packers. Two of those out of those three games, which were on the road uh, back then. Uh, since then, I mean, the Rams who uh, finished down the stretch of the game with the month of December. Uh, had a clean sweep in the month of December, uh, finishing out the season as they won uh, for uh, that contest five out of the remaining six games. They did lose the 49ers in overtime in that game, and where the Rams had a significant 17-zip lead, the 49ers were able to beat the LA Rams. They had a six-game winning streak on the LA Rams. Uh, fast forward later on, LA Rams in the playoffs, 
Uh, they dominate the Arizona Cardinals at SoFi, 34-11. They had a nice commanding lead against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and where they're up as high as 24 points. 27-3 was seven minutes remaining in the third quarter. The Buccaneers did storm back with uh, Tom Brady and Bruce Arians right there. Of course, defense did their part. They did everything to tie up that game. Only see the L.A. Rams uh, come all the way down right there to uh, win it with a field goal thanks to a huge uh, throw by uh, Matthew Stafford in that uh, contest right there as he threw the Cooper Cup for 44 yards, uh, which uh, set up right there a game-winning 29-yard uh, field goal. L.A. Rams would then go on to host the 49ers a week later and uh, finally snap a six-game losing streak uh, frustratingly enough uh, in that game, and in that game right there, too, I mean, they had their struggles, I mean, throughout that game, no doubt, a lot of people were probably expecting the Niners to win that game, they overcame uh, as much the 10-point uh, deficit, pretty much in the fourth quarter, uh, they are able to, in the fourth quarter, in that uh, contest, were able to outscore the Packers, I mean, the 49ers, 13-zip, and where they won that game by a field goal, 20-17, thanks to Matt Gay, his 30-yard uh, winning field goal with a minute 46 remaining. And, of course, you remember uh, the rest being history right there. As uh, at the end of that game right there, it was an interception uh, that was made by uh, Travin Howard at the 49ers 19. That sealed the game right there. And the Rams there back in the Super Bowl for the first time in Three years. Last time they were in Atlanta, Georgia, right there, where they came runner up to the New England Patriots, who wanted to win their sixth Super Bowl. Once again, if you guys want to follow me on social media, you can definitely do so. You can follow me on Twitter at CGR and on Instagram at Nation. So let's go ahead and dive right into it. And here we are right now. Uh, the Bucks, like I said, they were the first team last year in the World Super Bowl in their home stadium. Uh, Rams are looking to have lightning strike twice. And uh, here we go. And teams are usually the home teams in neutral sites. In this case, the Bengals will be considered the home team, even though they're on the road in L.A. Uh, they chose to wear their uh, black uh, jerseys uh, with white pants, while the Rams uh, got their traditional road uniforms on, the white and the yellow gold on the bottom for the pants right there. Uh, usually home teams are are designated a home team in Super Bowl games. They are 22 and 33 right there, 400 win percent. Now, going into this, according to FL Network's Ian Rappaport, who could be followed on Twitter at Rapsheet, uh, tight end uh, Tyler Higby, who suffered an MCL sprain during the NFC Championship game a couple weeks versus the Niners, he will be ruled out, including offensive tackle Joseph Noteboom. In the meanwhile, they did call up Daryl Henderson, who was on IR with an MCL sprain. He has been activated and will play tonight, including nose tackle Sebastian Joseph Day. Higby is tied for third on the team with Olo Beckham Jr. with five touchdowns. Uh, you got to believe that's going to be a key matchup right there. And you got to think uh, Cooper Cup, who's had an amazing season right there. How much pressure is going to be put on to double-team Cup and put it on OBJ in this game. I mean, yeah, I believe right now, if the if the Bengals right now in this game, if they force the Rams uh, to run the ball in this uh, match right now, 
And you got the Rams who are uh, going to this game right now. They share the carries right now. They're 25th in the league, rushing for 6,183 yards. Meanwhile, yeah, Beast and Joel Mixon right here, uh, who, by the way, uh, in this uh, game, when you look at Joel Mixon, um, he has been the real deal. He's been a consistent talent runner for the Bengals. Uh, he was third in the league this season in rushing yards with 1,205 yards on the ground and fourth in touchdowns with 13. Plus, he leads his team with 16 touchdowns on scrimmage. So that is going to be very key right there. I, I I think if the Bengals could find a way, they're secondary right there. I mean, when you look at a guy like Mike Hilton, too, who the Pittsburgh Steelers did not resign last season, you got to believe he's going to be a, a key part here. I mean, he's a guy who's experienced playing nickel right here. Uh, if you can find a way to make him run the ball right there, make longer drives for the Rams, you got to believe that's got to be very key for the Bengals. We will get into the keys a little bit later on. Let's go into some other headlines uh, right here. Meanwhile, I mean, talk about the LA Rams right now, and you look at both these teams right here. Cincinnati Bengals, who on their roster right now, I mean, is pretty well good right now. You look at, you got them at guys like about like on average age, uh, 26 years old, basically, on their roster. So, I mean, they are right now, you got to believe the team is at their peak right now. Going into this matchup here, I mean, and for LA Rams right here, they're definitely a veteran solid uh, team right here that is loaded about the same age approximately, but a little bit more uh, veteran savvy right here. Uh, you look at it right here, I mean, basically, uh, for the Rams team, who, according to Jordan Rodriguez of the Athletic, who covers the LA Rams, uh, as we uh, look at right now, like I said, I mean, you look at, like, some of the players, six of them being in their 30s, which includes Matthew Stafford at the age of 33. He is in his 13th season. Remember, coming into the Rams where they surrendered uh, two first-round picks and a third to the Detroit Lions, which includes shipping Jared Goff to the Lions. Uh, he has been named to a Pro Bowl right now. Uh, he finally won his first three playoff games this year, and a lot of people are starting to wonder, was he in a bad situation? Clearly, which is looking what's shaping up right now, when he was with the Lions for those all those years right there, going 0 for 3 in the playoffs. Yeah, he did have Kelvin Johnson for a brief period, but even still, I mean, uh, Matthew Stafford right now, he's always been pulling up the numbers right there. He's a guy he can throw. He's made one Pro Bowl in his career, but you gotta believe right now. I mean, Sean McVay. I mean, let's not forget what the LA Rams did a couple years ago too. LA Rams did have a pretty darn good offense. It wasn't something to totally uh, sneeze at. I do feel uh, the LA Rams. I mean, in that season. I mean, when you when you look at it, I mean, for the 2018, where they last uh, played at the Coliseum. Before they moved into SoFi, I mean, they still played one over there in 2019. But, I mean, check this out, too. I mean, their offense uh, going into that game, they had 6,738 yards of total offense, uh, which ranked second. I mean, you look at the total offense for the Rams uh, this year, 6,325, they're ninth. I mean, of course, you had Todd Gurley, who's a big part of that. I mean, he was running uh, real good, I mean, in that year. Uh, before his knee started to go give out on him. I mean, he had about 1,251 yards out of Brown rushing with 17 touchdowns, which he also amassed for 
1,831 yards of scrimmage right there. So that was an additional, I mean, 580 yards right there. I'm receiving 21 total touchdowns, which include four receiving touchdowns. I mean, Jared Goff, he passed for 4,688 yards, 32 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. What happened was he did get scapegoated a little bit for the Rams not scoring much in the Super Bowl versus the Patriots. More than only scored three points, 13 to three was the final score. What happened with the Rams? I mean, the following year, I mean, the seasons have come right there. Uh, had a little bit of a dip in their offense. They went to seventh from second year prior. Had 5,998 yards of scrimmage, 22 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. A pick started to go up. As we also flat, fast forward in 2020, uh, went down two more notches and where they were the 11th ranked total offense with 6,032 yards, 20 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. Versus when you look at this year, they're ninth in the league, so they did improve a little bit two spots, I mean, from a, a season ago. I mean, it, were, it was 41 touchdowns, 18 interceptions. So when you think about it this year right now, the Rams, I mean, right now, I was definitely one of my skeptics looking at that Matthew Stafford uh, trade that went, went on right there. And I enjoy watching Stafford as a quarterback in this league, but to put up the numbers that he's been doing for all this time and expect that something was to be different, I don't know about you guys, but definitely was holding my breath on this. So right now, here we go. Uh, the LA Rams right now, they are looking to uh, get this thing corrected right now as they're trying to follow in the footsteps of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we'll see. I'm going to be really interested, too. I mean, one of our story, I mean, one of our interesting figure going to this matchup, how's a fan of Ted's going to be, I mean, in this game? Because remember, Super Bowl fourteen has the most all-time attendance in Super Bowls, in which the Steelers beat the Rams. I mean, the Rams, I mean, in a way, I mean, when they were playing in Pasadena, California, I mean, that was considered like a real close hometown of L.A., a suburb right there. But when you look at it right there in that uh, contest right there, I mean, they had up to 103,985 people in attendance right there. And which, by the way, I mean, they have the top three attendance records of all time, which also includes Super Bowl 17 and Super Bowl 11, each with 103,000 in attendance right there. And the Rams for this uh, moment right now, I mean, listen, it's a neutral site for everybody, but you got to believe right now, I mean, Sean McVay right now, he's been definitely labeled as one of the boy geniuses of this Rams team. I mean, a guy who has never had a losing season uh, with the Rams. I mean, I look at a guy like Sean McVay, I think he was very innovative. Remember, he also did replace uh, Jeff Fisher during the 2016 uh, season right there. I, and the uh, Rams, I mean, in that, season right there who uh by the way i mean you looked at it well it, it wasn't until 2017 he came in, excuse me but since 2017 I mean, for five straight seasons i mean you think about 11 and 5 then you also had 13 and 3 which was their super bowl year which they fell short 9 and 7 in 2019 10 and 6 in 2020 and 12 and 5 with the 17 game season right here I mean, and this is going to be interesting right here. I mean, pretty much one of the main guys who has Super Bowl experience, which is going to be really interesting to see right here, 
Uh, you also got uh, Bob Miller. He got a Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos right here, uh, which happened uh, six years ago. And he is right now, I mean, what, what we're looking at. And as far as, like, the Rams, I mean, they made a major splash in the middle of the season, acquired by Miller. I mean, it was, uh, he, he was traded away from Mile High City one day before the NFL trade deadline back in November in exchange for the Broncos' all-time leader, uh, Sackler, who the Rams traded for. They gave up a second and third round pick from the upcoming 2022 draft. Uh, but, I mean, and which gives the Broncos a total of five picks in the first three rounds of the draft. So, when you consider that aspect right now, Ellie Rams right now, I mean, you think of all the storylines right now, too, going into the season. Also, I mean, with this uh, Super Bowl right now, I mean, which, uh, by the way, when we look at it, I mean, you look at the owner of this team, who's also had some controversy right here. I mean, with uh, Stan Kroenke right now, the way he forced his way out of St. Louis, uh, that was being put in the question. They were looking for some compensation uh, for, like, um, forcing their way out and kind of violating some rules or gaining an expansion team right there. And uh, he was uh, starting the backpedal as far as, like, covering the fee, which he originally promised uh, to cover for uh, complaints and issues arising out of the move. So, I mean, you look at all those trials right there, but for this Rams to overcome all that, I mean, to also hang on to winning the division, getting over here, and being in this position right now, I got to believe right now this is their moment. Now, you're going to have a hungry Bengals team who's going to definitely try and match this intensity. I mean, they're playing with house money in their own right. They are not scared of anything right now. I mean, when you look at it, I mean, these playoffs right now, I mean, the Bengals who – Definitely did their share of stuff right now. I mean, for the most part, I mean, they are ready to rock and roll in this game. I mean, the Bengals right now, I mean, when you look at their playoff run too, I mean, let's look at their tail of the tape right now. I mean, beat the Raiders at home 26-19. They end a 31-year playoff drought right there. And where they were able to uh, get their first uh, playoff uh, win. Last one came in the 1990 uh, season right there. They beat the Titans in that game 19-16. Uh, to 16, In which we saw the Bengals right there. I mean, on the road in Tennessee. I mean, who were in control. I mean, most of that game. They had a 10-point lead only to see that uh, get tied up. With uh, six, 15 seconds uh, left to go. And then the Bengals were able to get a key pick right there. And Evan McPherson, he had a 52-yard uh, game-winning uh, field goal right there. And they were able to win that game 19-16 right there. Well, excuse me. Let me take that back. It was tied up 16-16 with 15 seconds left. And then the Bengals would definitely uh, respond uh, later on with a uh, – game-winning field goal in that game. But, I mean, there you are right there. Then also that, they came back from an 18-point deficit uh, versus the Chiefs in Arrowhead Stadium. I mean, in that game, I mean, this, the Chiefs were trailing as much by 21-3 to right there. And the way 
and she split four and out right there to try and go up instead of a 21 point lead. They're trying to be over aggressive, but I understand they're on the one yard line and uh, got Patrick Mahomes to move, flush them out of the pocket, move around, uh, make a throw which uh, was not going to be uh, catchable. And so there you have it. It was 21 3 at the half. I mean, they would layer on, I mean, outscore, I mean, the Chiefs in that game. Uh, 24 to three in the second half, and where they won that game, 27 to 24 in overtime. And the Bengals, I believe, right now, I mean, they're trying to become the third team in the AFC North to contribute a Super Bowl win right now. Bengals, they have never won a championship in the history of their franchise. You got to tip your caps to this team right there. I mean, this is a new look team. I definitely had my concerns, especially with a guy like Joe Burrow, who injured his leg, broke it during his rookie season, especially which, by the way, who they played against Steelers. But here they are right now. Uh, Bengals are looking to do something the first time, I mean, in, in their franchise uh, history, I mean, going into this for the first time, I mean, since uh, moving, since becoming an NFL franchise in the old AFL since 1968, I mean, right now, I mean, this is their 54th uh, season right now. So trying to get their uh, first ever world title right now. And you look at, like I said, they are 0-2 in uh, Super Bowls losing twice to the Niners right now. And once again, they got to face a West Coast team in the Niners. Uh, so go figure their luck right there. Now let's also go ahead and take a look at some more with the LA Rams. Speaking of their players, also let's not forget about free safety, Eric Weddle. He is 34 in his 14th season. Six-time Pro Bowler with two All-Pros and a quarterback, Jalen Ramsey, 27 on his sixth season with five Pro Bowls and three All-Pros right here. And you look at Stafford right here who said, we do have plenty of guys on this team that have established themselves in this league and have done some pretty special things, according to Stafford. I think Vera Donald, Andrew Whitworth, Jalen Ramsey, there's so many guys that are great players that haven't had the opportunity to win more yet or had the opportunity and did get it done, whatever it is. I would just say the urgency is there. Uh, no question about it. When you look at an LA Rams team uh, who's made it. So let's go ahead and uh, go into keys to the game right now. Key number one, uh, Matthew Stafford for the LA Rams. He is going to need to take care of the ball. Why? Rams are undefeated this season when he is turnover free. They are 9-0 in the season. And also, too, when they, he takes care of the ball and the Rams do win the turnover battle, they are 8-0 in these matchups uh, winning the turnover battle. The Bengals are the number one turnover team in these uh, playoffs going into it right now uh, as we look at it. I mean, the turnover differential right now, the Bengals, I mean, right now have a pretty good, uh, decent uh, ratio, I mean, right now. So let's let's see what happens here. Uh, for the moment, but like I said, I, I do believe right now the Rams are going to have to take care of the ball, especially Matthew Stafford, a guy right now who you trade for. He's going to have to keep that ball nice and clean. Do not make the mistakes. Uh, key number two is going to be on the ground game. Uh, the Bengals are in the wild win this game too. They're definitely going to have to use more and more of Joe Mixon to help out guys like Jamar Chase on that receiving team right now. Bengals are 3-5 and five when they're held to 
under 100 yards or more. Joe Mixon, he is third in the league, like I said earlier, with 1,205 yards on the, on the ground with and fourth in touchdowns with 13. Plus, he leads his team with 16 touchdowns total on scrimmage. Uh, so those are going to be my keys to the game right there. Uh, also, too, um, I know this, this is going to be a mistake or that, but the Bengals right now, look at the temperature be, being the uh, high 80s uh, for this game. The temperature earlier was 81 degrees, according to Susan Colbert of ESPN, and uh, definitely has a chance to be one of the hottest uh, Super Bowls in this uh, matchup. As we uh, look at everything going on right now, the Rams, they're going to have to find a way uh, to keep things uh, locked down here. But, I mean, for the most part, I do feel like right now the Rams, uh, you, have to, you have to seal the deal on this one. You don't know or remember second place. So there you have it. Um, I'm going to make my foul prediction for this game. Uh, for this one, I am going to go uh, with the Rams right now. Give me the Rams 34-27 to win this game. And SoFi uh, Stadium right here. You got to believe it's definitely going to be uh, high scoring right here uh, for this contest. Now let's go ahead and look at some other stuff that happened over the weekend uh, too. I mean, which I kind of enjoyed. I like this little uh, change up for once too. Instead of having a night before the Super Bowl, they have an awards ceremony had on Thursday. TJ Watt, he became the seventh Steelers player to take home NFL Defense Player of the Year honors. Watt, he tied the league while still time Pro Football Hall of Fame or uh, defensive end of the Giants, Michael Strahan with 22 and a half. He finished third and second in voting in 2019 and 2020. So all the guy right now, I mean, no player has won the Defense Player of the Year award more than three times uh, going into this, but here we go. Uh, and it was only fitting to see his brother, uh, J.J. Watt, uh, give him the award and announce him on that night. He also tied. Uh, he was also tied in the league with tackles for loss with 21, with defensive end Nick Bosa of the Niners, and he led the league with 39 quarterback hits. And uh, right there, and then also uh, congratulations to uh, Aaron Rodgers right there, uh, fourth NFL league MVP. He is one shy of tying the career high of Pete Manning, who won it the most with five times. Isaiah Whitworth too of the Rams winning the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. A great story right here. The guy is 40 years old. Uh, put his blood, shut, put his sweat, heart, and tears right now into this game. Looking to be more of a Super Bowl. So that's going to do an addition here for uh, Showblitz right now with B. Charles Prize Richie. Hope you guys are enjoying the game, staying safe. And once again, happy Valentine's Day for all you lovebirds right here. This will be a Super Bowl filled with love. Once again, you guys can follow me on Twitter at MassDLCGR and on Instagram at MassDLNation. I leave it, don't be trolling, be rolling, I got it.